There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Anne Arundel County Police Department is investigating the fourth murder in the county this year. This happened early yesterday morning in Glen Burnie, and the boyfriend of the victim has been arrested and charged with her murder. As I said, it happened yesterday at about 12.21 a.m. Officers were called to the 5800 block of Larson Street in Glen Burnie. When they arrived, they found a 52-year-old male outside of the address with apparent bloodstains on him. They did detain him. They went inside. They found the female victim, who's been identified as Shannon Nicole Sauter, suffering from stab wounds. She was transported to the hospital, but later died of her injuries. During their investigation, they found out that the two were in a relationship. They both lived at the residence, and an altercation had happened a little bit earlier in the night when the suspect began assaulting Sauter. A witness tried to intervene, at which time the suspect began to stab her. An autopsy was performed yesterday morning, and the office of the chief medical examiner said that she died of multiple sharp force injuries with the manor being homicide. The suspect has been charged with first and second degree murder. He's being held at the Jennifer Road facility on a no-bond status. The county schools sent out somewhat of a disappointing letter to the IB students yesterday. The International Baccalaureate Organization, which is a worldwide organization, has canceled the 2020 examinations for students all across the globe. The Anne Arundel County school exams were supposed to be from April 30th to May 22nd. And a letter did go out saying that students would be awarded their certificate or diploma based on their current standard of work. So hopefully all the people that were in that program were actually up to speed and not slacking off. The IB said they would release more details on the 27th of March, and they have not yet made a decision on the middle years program, which is a similar program for middle school students. Speaking of canceling things in 2020, the looks like the Olympics are going to be postponed until 2021 in Japan. Hasn't come out officially yet, but a member of the IOC did say that is where they are looking to do. Sliding into Corona news. An employee at Anne Arundel Community College has tested positive for the coronavirus, according to school president Dawn Lindsay. She said that the person did not have direct contact with students and had limited contact with some staff and currently was not at the college. At another college, the Naval Academy, a midshipman now has tested positive for the coronavirus. He is currently self-quarantined at his home and is receiving medical care in accordance with the CDC. Yesterday morning, Governor Larry Hogan held a press conference and ordered the closure of all non-essential businesses in the state of Maryland and announced a $175 million relief package to assist employees, small businesses, and nonprofit organizations that are affected by the pandemic. In his conference, he said, we are telling all Marylanders to follow all of the directives and to follow the state law against crowds of more than 10 people. And we are telling you, unless you have an essential reason to leave your house, stay in your home. 
Today's actions of closing non-essential businesses are absolutely necessary to protect the health of Marylanders and to save lives. Now, as far as what non-essential and essential is, you can go to ionanapolis.net, look for that post, and there is a link there for an interpretive guidance from the Office of Legal Counsel, which says pretty much which stores are allowed to remain open and which are not. Hogan did emphasize that this is not a shelter-in-place order, but all Marylanders are urged to remain at home and adhere to the guidance for social distancing. He did also say that further enforcement actions will be taken to disperse any gatherings in violation of the orders or any businesses not operating in conformance. As far as the economic relief package, he's proposed more than $175 million to assist us. The Maryland Department of Commerce is going to have $125 million in loans and grants to small businesses and nonprofits. As far as the small businesses go, you can use that to set up payroll, rent, any fixed debt payments, and other mission-critical cash operating costs. Businesses will be eligible for loans up to $50,000 and grants up to $10,000. Again, you can go to ionanapolis.net, find the links to get through to that. He also announced a $7 million COVID-19 layoff aversion fund, and this is $7 million that's available to provide flexible, rapid response services to keep people working. This might be something to be able to buy computers to allow them to work from home or new software. Maybe some on-site cleaning and sanitation services that would allow the workers to remain delivering essential goods. Those are also available. Again, the link would be at ionanapolis.net. He also put a warning out to businesses not to price gouge and did sign an emergency order saying that any retailer who attempts to exploit this crisis for profit or personal gain will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Looking on the medical side, he has established a field hospital at the Baltimore Convention Center and has ordered FEMA to deliver 250 beds. He has reopened the Laurel Hospital, and he is instructing hospitals around the state to cease elective or non-urgent medical procedures beginning at 5 p.m. today. Again, some pretty bold moves from Governor Hogan. I think he's uh, doing a really good job keeping us safe. And to give you an idea of the impact that the COVID-19 pandemic is having on one particular industry, a study commissioned by the American Hotel and Lodging Association says that 44% of hotel employees in every state are projected to have lost or lose their jobs in the coming weeks. To give you an idea of what the attrition looks like here in Maryland, currently there are 31,000 direct hotel operations jobs. Those are the people that work right in the hotel. That's expected to go to 13,600. Currently, there are 103,799 hotel-supported jobs in the state. Those are people that may not work in the hotel, but certainly support them, delivery drivers bringing food, laundry services, etc., and that's projected to drop to 42,361. Some frightening numbers there. As we wrap it up, let's get into something a little bit happier, but this is sort of a little bit of a bittersweet. The Annapolis Symphony Orchestra has announced some additional cancellations. The box office is going to be contacting ticket holders for the canceled performances, and the ones they've canceled now are the April 6th and 16th Symphony Study Spring Session, April 26th Chamber Music Series, May 1st and 2nd Masterworks Concert, and the May 9th Life and Times of Beethoven. In a statement sent out from the symphony, they said, while the world is beginning to feel the effects of the coronavirus for our musicians, the pain is especially acute. Widespread cancellations pose a significant threat to their livelihood, and knowing that their livelihood is at risk, the symphony's board has created an Annapolis Symphony Orchestra Musicians Fund. Our goal is to reduce their financial strain to the greatest extent possible. 
With that said, they are asking anybody that does hold tickets to please consider not getting a refund and allowing the cost of that ticket to go into that fund to help the musicians that bring such joy to our lives when they are playing. The symphony is monitoring emails. However, they can't answer phones remotely. And if you have any questions, you contact them at info at annapolissymphony.org. And for a final good thought, you want to make sure you're checking out our All Annapolis Facebook page or the Facebook page for Latitude 38, which is the restaurant down on City Dock. For a cool thing they are going to be doing, rumor has it it's going to be later on this week, but they are going to be hosting a free farmer's market. Well, it's not free to get in because they're always free to get in. It's free produce. It will be limited to one bag per person, but it is something they're doing to give back to the community, but they will be hosting a free farmer's market coming up pretty soon. Want to make sure you're following Latitude 38 on Facebook, and we will also share it over here on All Annapolis as well. Normally, this would be a Ticket Tuesday, and we would have a ticket for you to go see some cool show at the Ram's Head on stage. Unfortunately, they are dark because of the COVID-19 virus. And what I would like you to do, because they're such great friends to us, and they are hurting as well, go on over to the Ram's Head on Stage Facebook page and leave a review about the Ram's Head on Stage. I mean, we may not be able to buy tickets right now, but let's give them some social love. Go on to their Facebook page, give them some love, and tell them we sent you. All right, that does wrap it up for the day. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day with all sorts of new content. If you are someplace that you can give us a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends and family know about us as well. This daily news brief is a little bit longer today. I do have a little bit of a rant on businesses in the COVID world. You want to hang tight for that. But of course, you also want to hang tight for George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just a minute. But first, a little bit of something from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. I'm Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been thinking about solar for your home or business? If so, now's the time. The economics of solar are better than ever, and there's no better source than the trusted team at Solar Energy Services. We're the local experts with the best reviews in town. We've been around for 40-plus years, and we'll be here even longer to back up the generous warranties we offer. Let me put the solar economics in perspective. A typical residential solar investment in Maryland has an annual rate of return between 8 and 12%. And where can you get 10% annual returns for more than 25 years with very low risk? Not in savings, not even in stocks. So make your smartest investment ever by installing solar now and enjoy the satisfaction of doing your part for clean energy. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Call today, 410-923-6090, or visit solarsaves.net. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, March 24th. Yesterday was a raw, wet day for the Annapolis region, as expected, but today will be a nice bounce-back day with plenty of sunshine and temps near 60, though it will be right back to more rain on Wednesday before another one-day reprieve on Thursday with sunshine and high 60 to 65. Before then, the next rain threat emerges for Friday and Saturday with 60s each day along with a daily chance of rain showers as a frontal boundary lingers in the skies above the mid-Atlantic before finally clearing out late morning or even in the early afternoon hours on Sunday with highs that day again in the 60s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store and also be sure to use our website at dmvweather.com and our Facebook and Twitter pages so you can always stay weather informed. This is TJ Smith. 
I'm running to be your mayor. I'm not a politician. I'm a lifelong public servant. And right now, in our city, there is no more urgent time to serve. We need to turn the page on corruption at City Hall that spanned a decade and be swift and bold in reducing crime and trauma. It's time we think different, Baltimore. We need to want more. We need to expect more. I'm T.J. Smith, and with your support, I know that we can be more. Paid for by friends of T.J. Smith, Carlton F. Senior Treasurer. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. Look, folks, we're all in this together, and we will all come out of this together. And that I can promise you. We all need to be thankful that we have a governor that reacted so quickly as he did to take some solace in the fact that we are likely to come out of this COVID-19 pandemic a lot better than many other states in the nation. It's a confusing time, and the rules are changing quite literally by the hour. Two weeks ago, we were coming off the high of a fantastic St. Patrick's parade, and three days later, we were told to keep our distance. Restaurants were shut down, but allowed to reopen for carryout. Some worked it out, others did not. Then they couldn't sell booze, but then they could. And just yesterday, Governor Hogan closed all of our non-essential businesses, leaving thousands of business owners with questions and a big dose of fear. When your business is shut down for a power failure or a severe storm, you deal with it, you ride it out. When the governor says you're unable to make a living indefinitely, it's a different ballgame. Please stop criticizing any business that are continuing to market to you. It is not insensitive. They are in the fight of their lives. These are the restaurants that you love to eat in. These are the computer repair places that you depend on to fix your tech. These are the bakeries that bake those awesome birthday cakes for your kids every year. The escape room that gave you that frustrating hour with your friends trying to escape. The jeweler that sold you that ring to which she said, I do. To the comic book store that keeps you entertained on a rainy weekend at home. These folks are the fabric of our community, and if they deserved our support before COVID-19, they deserve it even more right now. You may not be in a position to buy a gift card or in a place to eat out every night of the week, and that's fine. But don't criticize a business for simply trying to survive. They know that you're not running right out to them right now in uncertain days. They don't expect it, but they do want you to remember them and remind you that, yes, they are still there. They are screaming, I am still alive. They are shouting this from the rooftops, and I've seen a lot of unwarranted criticism. The harsh truth is that some of your favorite businesses will not be around at the end of this. This is not a power failure or a severe storm. This is a life-threatening situation for most businesses. So, as Sergeant Holka in Stripes said, Lighten up, Francis. (laughs) And check out their ads. Check out their commercials. Give them encouragement on their Facebook page and Twitter feeds and Instagram feeds and anywhere else you possibly can. Support them however you can. Make a wish list of things you want to buy or eat when this is over. If you have the means to buy a gift card or visit them if they're open, by all means, do it. But please, please, don't diss these businesses for trying to save themselves. Remember, we're all in this together. And that's what I'm thinking today. Whether it's a fire, a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again because this is a town that gets it. A town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand 
to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.